Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. Wow, we are on the backside of Inspire. It was unbelievable. Thank you to everyone who came. What a gathering of women. What an incredible time of worship and Bible teaching and connection groups and sharing our stories of hope. So I hope that you were there and I hope that you were encouraged. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to welcome my sweet friend, Sally Hennard, to the podcast. Welcome, Sally. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And we have just had the best time at Inspire. Yes. I always have a great time at Inspire. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is just one of our favorite things to do as Arkansas Baptist women. And Sally, you've been on the Inspire team from the beginning. Very beginning. Oh my goodness. Tell us about that. Well, it started out, I helped with the music and then I kind of phased in with the decorating and then that's kind of stayed, but it's I feel comfortable with it. It's fun. It's a little stressful, but once you get it all nailed down, it's fun. That's right. So if you were at Inspire and you saw that amazing photo backdrop and just all the different, just really detailed um, elements of design, that is Sally Henner doing her thing for the glory of God. And so Sally, you and I actually have a really fun story uh, just to share about how our lives have been connected and woven together over the years. So I want to hear your version of that. Okay. Well, the first time that I realized we had a past together, yes. uh, I had I'd met you through Inspire and we'd become friends, but you either you commented on a, a Facebook post of my mom's or she commented on one of yours, and I remember asking you, how do you know my mom? Right. And then you said, well, she was my junior high choir teacher. Yes. And it was like, I can't believe this. I didn't realize you had grown up in Harrison, right. which is where I graduated. And then, obviously, there were some other things. We had a commonality with the Brandon Burlesworth, and, yes. and uh, you graduated with him. I graduated with his older brother. Yes, yes. Uh, and then the connection. You need to tell the story of the connection with your brother. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so my brother and I are both adopted, and my brother uh, recently was reconnected with his biological family, and Sally actually knew that family. And so it's a big, huge God story. Uh, but Des- to know each other. Yes, yes. But to see how God placed you in the middle of all of that, I don't know, Sally. I never just grow tired of being amazed by God. Oh, I mean, me just either. he blows my mind. He does me every yes. day. And I, I say this all the time. You know, he's not just doing one thing in our life. He's doing so many things in our life. And and I just love that about his his grandness, that he's he's working, he's moving, he's He's knitting hearts together, and it's always for a bigger mm-hmm. purpose than what mm-hmm. we know. So He's so I, big. He is so big, and <laughs> I'm so, so thankful that he saw fit for our stories to cross in so many unique ways mm-hmm. that we say, that's God. Mm-hmm. And certainly, whenever I came on at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention and started working with the Inspire team, you were just such a sweet, w- welcoming face, and as was everybody, just to say, let's do this thing together. And I love that we get to do life and ministry together. And so. it doesn't have to be perfect. No, we, we, were, just, yes. we were just talking about yes, that. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. good deal. Well, we're excited to hear your story today. Uh, it is a sweet story. It is a great 
great story, and I know our listeners are going to be so encouraged. But let's begin by you just introducing yourself to us. Tell okay. us a little bit about you and your family. Okay. So uh, I started out in my career as a home economics teacher when they called it home economics. Yes. Now it's called family consumer science. And then I became a school counselor. So I've actually been a school counselor for a long, long time. This is my 38th year total and uh, planning on it being my last. It's yes. time, you know, but uh, I, I'm a high school counselor. I still have those those little things that I like from the home ec years, but I have a wonderful husband. We've been married 36 years. Uh, I have a stepson. And I have, we have three daughters from our marriage. So our children, uh, th their ages range from 25 to 44. Wow. So our family hits about every, <laughs> every generation you can imagine. And I have six darling grandchildren. Yes. I only raised girls. So out of those six, four of them are boys. And God's taught me a whole lot with that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're fun. And I just love my kids. And actually, my middle daughter and her husband go to church with That's you and right. your family. That's so. right. So I get to see you yeah. from Patient. time to time mm -hmm. yeah. uh, in Conway, and yes. I love that. Yes. So, Well, that's good. Okay, so you uh, live in DeQueen, mm -hmm. Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love DeQueen, and I go to First Baptist Church mm -hmm. there, and mm -hmm. you help with women's ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, so you just have your hands in a mm -hmm. lot of different things. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, take us back. We want to hear your story uh, and how God worked in your life and how, uh, you know, you are the person that you are today. So take us back to when you met the Lord and share a little bit of that with us. Okay, well, I feel like I've been meeting the Lord my whole life. Yes. And when I was growing up, um, I, I think I, in, you know, I always went to church, but I envisioned God as this authority figure that was a judge. And, and I don't know that anybody taught me that, but that was my perception. And I didn't understand salvation. I thought it was church membership. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand relationship. I thought it was only obedience. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the the love side of God. And so uh, probably in my mid-20s, and I started going to church with my now husband, uh, I started hearing the word in a way that I'd never understood. And, uh, you know, I... You hear people tell, you know, well, you need to know the, the date or the time you accepted the Lord. I can't tell you that. Yeah. And I think there's lots of people mm -hmm. like us yes. that, that are that way. Because I've asked him so many times. Mm. And I meant it every time. And I don't know which one took. <laughs> but, but you know it yes, took. <laughs> but what finally got me to my the realization that I was... Well, and I will add this little, this little sideline, too. I have been sprinkled, flicked, and dipped. Mm -hmm. I have every, every kind yes. of baptism that you can, you can think. But here's the thing. I, I, when I started getting involved in Bible study, and God started, started revealing himself to me, and not what I thought, but I started knowing him. And it was through Kay Arthur one day. She was uh, she was sharing uh, in one of her lessons about you know we we go to God and we ask Him to forgive us for something, but then we keep asking Him to forgive yeah. us for the same thing over and over and over again. And we trust ourselves enough to do what we're supposed to do, but we're not trusting Him enough for Him to do what He said He would do That's so and good. believe in Him. And so when I when I heard that, I thought it's the same way with salvation. If 
if I trust myself enough to ask you to save me, to forgive me of my sins, and to be my Lord, I'm going to trust you that you're going to do it, and that sealed it for me. Amen. Amen. And so I think there's a lot of people that fall in that category, and and it's we we live in such a selfie world, but it's always been a selfie world. Mm-hmm. We just do it with pictures now and phones, but we it's not about us being. Uh, doing the right thing all the time or not doing the wrong thing. It's that's still talking about us. It is all about him. Amen. He is everything. Amen. What a message of freedom Mm -hmm. for someone today who maybe has been struggling with this silently wondering how much do I have to ask? How many Mm -hmm. times do I have to ask? What does it take? And what you're saying is trust God, believe God for Mm -hmm. what he said he is going to do and simply surrender and receive Mm -hmm. that lavish gift of love. It's so amazing. amazing. And it gave me so much freedom. Yes. I wasn't, you know, the enemy does a lot of things to pull us down in every aspect of our life and I mean he and he's very crafty at it and so you know it it just gave me a lot of freedom that's great and I know you're a student of the word and that and we and we've talked over the years about how much that has just saved Mm. us Mm. um our from our own minds Mm -hmm. and from our own feelings Mm -hmm. and so what you're saying is you get into the word and you know that that word is true and that God is faithful to do that thing in you. That is so beautiful. Okay, well, let's talk about a challenging season in your life. I know that there's been a few, right? Okay, well, I was (laughs) thinking about this too and because uh, every season is challenging. Being a teenager is challenging, especially these days. You know, I work with teenagers and it's a hard time. Being a single is a hard time. It's, you know, trusting that, you know, whatever God has before you. And sometimes that seems like a long process. Uh, Raising children is a hard season of life. Watching them go Mm. is a hard season of life. Uh, watching them be adults is a hard season of life because you, you, you want to, you know, help them make some decisions, but it's their life and you have to, you have to trust God with them. And, uh, I'm now, and I will tell you this season of life is, is tough too. I, I, I told somebody not long ago, I said every day from, for my, since I was old enough to brush my teeth and comb my hair, I have looked in the mirror every day. And I look exactly the same as I did the day before. Mm-hmm. But somehow, an old woman has kidnapped my reflection. <laughs> oh, wow. And all of a sudden, you are, you're older. And I, I, I'm 61. And I know there's a lot of people still older than me. And I hope I have a lot of years left. But it's, every season is hard. And this season um, that I'm in right now is a different kind of hard. But about a year ago, God revealed something to me. And, you know, he doesn't speak audibly to me, but he speaks to me. Yes. And, you know, time is a gift, but it's also a perimeter of a cage, so Mm -hmm. to speak. We all have the same amount of time, but I don't know if we realize how fast it's fleeting. My youngest daughter, Monty, I think it was about last January, she called me one day and and she was 24. And she said, Mom, you know what I realized this morning? And I thought, oh, no, did we forget to license a vehicle? You know, I mean, that's where my mind was going. And she said, do you realize in May I will have been out of high school seven years? And she's just 24. And I said, it went by fast, didn't it? And she said, yes, I can't believe it. And I said, and you're still young. I said, you do that nine more times, and it's 70 years, and your life is at its end. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, her first response was, oh, don't say that, but it is, our life is fleeting. And so about a year ago, you know, I was thinking about all these things, and God really showed me that my, my season of influence is coming to an end, and I better get serious about it. And uh, our pastor at, at a Wednesday night, I, I don't remember if it was a Bible study, it was some get-together we had, and he was talking about how the apostles had given their lives and they were martyred for their, I mean, I mean, what more proof do we need than someone who's willing to die for the sake of Christ? And I don't want to get to heaven and think, well, I was a little uncomfortable. When you've got all these people over the centuries that have lost their lives for his, the case of Christ, and I don't want to be in that category. And so I, you know, I just started realizing, you know, even my grandchildren, I may have an influence on that generation, but I want anybody past that. And I've, you know, Satan is trying to devour our children. They are confused. They're, all of the stuff that's going on, we see it, and I don't even have to point it out. We know what it is, but God is not the author of confusion, and it doesn't matter what we think or what we feel. It, we always have to go back to his word and what he says because it is true. There is not a truth. There's not the. Uh, uh, there's not a truth or your truth, truth. There is the truth. That's right. And that is, and I know that says a lot and probably answers more questions than just what I, you're talking about, but... It is a, seasons are ever changing, and I've been through so many, and this has now become in, into what is he's working in my life now, and uh, we have a group of, and I'll just throw this out there real quick, that we have a group of teenage girls that have felt disconnected. And, you know, everything shut down of COVID. You know, it's another C word that we don't like to talk about, but it, it shut us all down. And they haven't had life with youth. They haven't had that, that, that youth life that we want them to have. And uh, so our, we've got uh, several senior girls in our church that nobody's really taking the time to pour into them. And it, it's kind of neat how God works. They're, these moms were praying about this. And, you know, I, I, you know, I just felt that urging. I need, to, I need to step out and do something with these girls. And so I went and talked to a youth pastor. And he said, you would not believe this conversation we've been having. And I said, well, I'm telling you, I want to step up to the plate. Um, I, I love girls. I love women. They mm -hmm. are still women. Mm -hmm. They're young women. And so we're starting this uh this season, uh, we're going to be doing a Bible study, Lies Young Women Believe. All right. I did right. the Lies Women Believe, and I'm going to cook dinner for them every Wednesday night in my home. We're going to, you know, we're that's what we're doing. Yeah. And so, you know, I've just got to pour into people while I can. I love that. And I hear the intentionality. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think that perspective brings that resolve to to realize, okay, our time is fleeting, mm. and God has a plan and a mm -hmm. call, and so let's be about that. Let's be about His plans and His purposes for the sake of, you know, His kingdom, because that's how the legacy continues. Yes, and I feel like the human side of us, it's like, we'll let somebody else do it. We'll let somebody else do it. We cannot always kick the can down the road to somebody else. We have to have intentionality yes. and and have purpose yes. and so they're excited I, I'm, I'm excited they're excited so 
That is that is great. And I'm going to throw a question at you that's not on the list that I yeah. sent to you. and Because I hear it in your story about just the ability and the willingness to transition mm-hmm. in your seasons. Speak mm-hmm. a little bit into that because there may be someone listening right now who is like on the cusp of a transition from one season to the next. And that's scary yeah. for and it, us. And it can even happen in your life of ministry and we all have a life of ministry whether we realize it or not I always say I have a saying you know we can't all be preachers we can't all be teachers but we can all be reachers oh that's good and and uh you know it's it's like turning the page of a book you know you want to have your your it's hard to leave where you've been and you know I was telling my husband uh uh, today that uh, we were just talking about dreams and, and I, I said you know I've, trans- I've, tr- I've transitioned the way I do a lot of things I'm very uh, selective with uh, with uh, even television I watch books I read music I listen to things I watch I don't want that chatter of the world and the corruption of the world in my head I don't have time for it I just don't and because of that I think it's because of it when I dream at night I never have bad dreams. Oh, wow. I just don't. The seasons we go through, it's like turning a page, and you've got the memories, but they are what make you ready for the next stage of life, and you may not even realize it when you're in it, if that makes any sense. Yes, God prepares us for things. We have no idea how he's going to use it. I don't know how he's going to use what I'm going through now down the road, but I've just got to be faithful. I love Charles Stanley. He has a quote. He says, be obedient to God and leave the consequences to him. That's good. And I just think that we have got to learn, I have got to learn (laughs) to step out in faith, trust him, be obedient. And it's not my job to save anybody. Yes. That is his work. That's right. And it's not about me. Yes. And I, and you know, I heard a lady years ago, she said on her obituary, she said, I don't know why we have to do all these bios and you know, all this list of, she said, I just want my name in to say his. Mm, that's good. Because it is about him. Yes. And uh, he enfolds himself in front of us all the time and we don't look. We're so, mm-hmm. we're so busy looking at all the things that affect us. Okay. We're not looking at all of the things that can affect his yeah. kingdom. Yes. Uh, uh, C.S. Lewis, um, I'm not great with quoting people, but he, I love his quotes. Uh, he said something to the effect that every person we come in contact with, we, we can either be a part of drawing them closer to God or pushing them mm-hmm. away. And that is big. Yes. I mean, that really is big. That means it doesn't matter who we come in contact with. We have an opportunity yep. to show God to them. And it, I mean, it's it's ever-changing in every yes. season. That's so good. And that really is what we talked about at Inspire, mm-hmm. that we always are ready to give an answer for the hope that we have in Christ. Yeah. And what I love about viewing it as a journey is that it's ever moving forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, God does have a new season for us. He has a new opportunity and it's on the daily Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a faith adventure. It's Mm -hmm. to trust him. It's to surrender to him. It's to abide. And then his plan unfolds. And, And I love what you pointed out about really minimizing the chatter and the noise and and just being intentional to focus Mm -hmm. and then we can celebrate we can recognize the season and celebrate it and and fully invest in it and we're going to get bumps and bruises across uh, along the way but you know i i think about when we get that new body yes (laughs) it will be a body that has never been hurt it has never had a cut or an injury 
it has never had a mouth on it that has said profanities and words that are just ugly. It will, it will be, God, Jesus is going to get the unblem, unblemished bride that he so deserves because of him. That's right. And he's going to make it. That's so good. So good. Okay. Well, we always finish our podcast with this question and I can't wait to hear your answer because uh, I think it's going to reveal so much of your heart and what's going on in your life. But tell us, Sally, what inspires you? What just gets you excited about life in, in life or ministry or whatever category? Well, there's so many things that inspire <laughs> me at, at Sunday at church. I also sing on the praise team. I'm the oldest one on the praise team. I tell them they really need to get some more younger blood in there. But uh, the, our children have been in children's church. And the way the light was hitting, all I could see were their silhouettes. Mm. So, And I could tell who they were by their silhouette, even though I couldn't see their face. And one little girl came out there, and she was jumping around. And we've got one little boy that is on crutches, and he's, he's fought to walk. And he's a little guy. He's in kindergarten, and I knew who he was. And, you know, that, that pure um, uh, innocence yeah. that, you know that I see in children and that we have been entrusted for such a time as this. We, we are on assignment. This, you know, and we have an opportunity to change the lives of so many people if we can see it. I have a dear friend in our church that has a, an exchange student from Italy this year. And she's very open to about God, about, about learning. She hasn't doesn't know, and and that she's so open. I'm so thankful for it because you know my son-in-law was an exchange student right. that came to know the Lord, and um, so you know I told the host mom, I said, you know, we have an opportunity to help her, the yes. Lord lead her. Yes. We won't do it, but to yes. lead her. In, in, a, in a life that will change it forever and could potentially change her whole family. That's right. So, you know, young people inspire me. Older people inspire me. The wisdom yeah. that uh, I'll never forget Anne Rice and some of the yeah. wisdom I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Just yes. I love all the generations coming together. I love that because that inspires me it really really does and I, I I just I like that the generations you know the Bible there's some place in the Bible it talks about the people being at the temple and all the generations yes, were together yes, yeah. and so um, those things God's beauty inspires yes. me I you know I, I think about his uh, speaking creation into existence but it wasn't just he spoke it. He had all that foreknowledge of the design of everything and his, the power of his word made it all come out, yeah. you yeah. know. And I, I just, I do a lot of deep thinking these yes. days. And I, yes. and I do chase some rabbits. I know I do, but it's fun. It is. It's it so is. Much fun. <laughs> well, we love chasing rabbits with you, Sally. And we're so thankful for you and for your life, your ministry, your impact and legacy. I can say that personally, but I know the women of Arkansas can say that collectively. So thank you for joining well, thank us. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for all that you do. And we can't wait to see what God has in your next season of life. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.